Hey, um, this is Nathan. Welcome to a special, uh, I guess it's our first spoiler cast. Is it, are, we, are we calling a spoiler cast? I don't think we should. Okay, our first, um, free reign talking about game, game, I don't know. What should we call it? We, we could just, like, title it, like, top-down, or, like, TDP spoiler, and then, like, colon L.A. Noir or something, if you want. Okay. As, like, or when like, I type it in the title and, like, what people will see it as. Okay, why don't we call it, like, something cool, like, in-depth analysis or something. Is TDP going to be in there at all, or what? Yeah, top-down perspectives, in-depth analysis of L.A. Noir, which means spoilers, just so you're clear. We're going to talk so, about everything. So, like, all that in the name. Oh, yeah, right. I don't know. We'll figure out a clever, like, shorthand name for the actual release of it, but that's what I'm calling it right now. Um, In-depth analysis happening. We're going to be talking about everything that happens in this game. L.A. Noir came out a couple weeks ago. I know there's some big stuff happening in the industry right now, but I just, you know, I, fe- I feel this game's pretty important, and we want to talk about it before While it's, you know, it's forgotten about. Yeah, well, I think it'll still be important in, like, six months or whatever, but, you know, just just... The iron's still a little bit hot, so we might as well be there for that, you know? And you just beat it, right? Like, this past week or whatever? Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm Sean. Oh, yeah, Sean's here. It's just Sean. I'm Nathan, actually. I wasn't here on the last episode you heard, but um, I'm here now. And we're going to talk about L.A. Noir, uh in some detail. Uh, I don't know how you want to tackle this exactly, but uh, I have a bunch of pros and cons. And actually, no, I didn't call them cons. I called them pros and missed opportunities. You know, keeping it positive. I have some suggestions, basically, as to how they Okay, could, well, that works, because I have some cons. Oh, you do have just flat-out cons. All right. Um, do we want to start talking positive, or we'll just we'll throw some cons out there and then balance it out? You know what? Just run through it how you have it set up, and we'll talk. It'll be right. like a discussion. Okay, we'll just point to point. Okay, so in, in my pros column, I was like, facial animations are the best ever, period. They're really good, that's for sure. Yeah. Like, to the point now where everything I'm playing right now is kind of disappointing. Like, it's like, oh, Uncharted 2 looks old now. Mass Effect 2? Mm, I don't know. Mass Effect 3? Probably should cancel it. Like, that kind of stuff, you know? I'm, I'm definitely not that far into it. <laughs> no, but, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm exaggerating, but... I am I definitely know. noticing, like, wow, that guy's face is not moving at all. Yeah, like that. And he, like, very... he's running around, and his face is just, like, straight. Not, like just expressiveness, you know? Like, we, I just feel we've hit, like, a landmark, you know? There's pre-this and post. And, you know, everyone should use this technology now. Do it. For, yep. Um, d- did you have, like, a pros kind of thing in your head, or do you just want to agree or disagree with what I have here? Well, I'll I, kind of agree and disagree and, you okay. know, talk about it that um, way. I like the premise a lot, you know? Detective in the 40s. Oh, like, for sure. Los Angeles, I was into that. Um, the look of it in terms of, like, I like the graphics. We've already mentioned the facial stuff, but I thought it was just a sharp-looking game. But also just the period setting, like, looked pretty authentic, too. I was kind of into did. that. It did, yep. I could definitely go for different settings, like, not like specific Los Angeles. Yeah, okay. Like, no, I'm not, like, if you're going to make sequels, it has to be here. Like, I don't, you know, care about that. They could even bump it up to the 50s or 60s. I'd be fine. Um, or even a contemporary game, like, just the the core kind of idea of being a detective in this kind of detail I'm into. But I think no I think the setting play. kind of added to the detective feel though. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a classic kind of area of Hollywood movies and stuff that they're riffing on and 
that definitely adds something. Like, I really liked the noir aspect of it. Oh, Did you sure. play it at all in black and white? A little bit. I didn't, like, maybe half of one case or something, if that. Like, not, not extensively, but I'm going to play it again sometime, so I might t- toy with that a little more. Uh, cool like, idea, though. Did you like it? Uh, yeah. I mean, if you're a big Maltese Falcon fan or something, get get your double indemnity on. Uh, what I was sure. hearing from uh, some people is following cars in black and white is very hard. Oh, Oh wow, yeah, I didn't even think about that because they yeah. they wouldn't highlight it in any special way. Like it does have the whole hold B or I guess circle for you to kind of look at like, them, but yeah, it doesn't go close enough, so you're kind of always going off the color. Mm-hmm. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that would probably be an ins- instance where that would be pretty annoying, huh? Hmm. But okay. maybe that's more realistic because you know back then they didn't have color, right? So being it. a cop in the '40s was actually much harder than the show in this <laughs> game because you just couldn't tell. You just couldn't see the colors. Yeah. Um, like, you didn't know if that was blood or, or just water. Or some chocolate syrup or whatever. I mean, yeah, like maybe, that's what like, Hitchcock figured out. And he's just like, no, chocolate syrup. Trick everybody. Because, you know, looks like blood. Yep. But anyway. They, there's no way to tell. <laughs> um, so, but yeah. Just uh, period settings, great. Um, voice acting was generally really solid. I, I was into pretty much everything. Um... I do have some issues with a couple of the characters, but that's more of a character-specific thing, not necessarily the performances. Okay, so uh, we'll get into that later. It's kind of a big, big point. Okay. I kind of I like on. that all the DLC so far, at least, is fully voiced, has all the animation. Like it's it's not. Have you tried any of the DLC yet? No. Uh, I I'm pretty sure the PSN store is still messed up, but I haven't. No, really it's up. It, it is up. up? It? Okay, so I can get my. Like uh, in the box case, at any rate. What is the Rockstar Pass thing? So the Rockstar Pass, I'm gonna put it in terms Microsoft points, all that. Mm-hmm. Um, 800 points gets you a couple suits, so whatever, some gun, whatever, and then it gets you both of the DLC packs that were originally offered as pre-order bonuses. Ooh, okay. And it gets you two more that they are currently working on, and that they will be releasing this summer. Oh, but like it's kind of like the Alan Wake thing, where those are, you're entitled to them when they come out, but they're not out. Well, the thing with the Alan Wake was, hey, we're giving you the first one for free for buying it new. Right, but that this one's more of like a sub. It's kind of closer to the Telltale thing of you're saying twenty five bucks, I want all of the season. So it's like a subscription. So you're like, I'm I'm good for these next four cases. Yeah, I know I, I want this. Now. Okay, exactly. And what makes that really great is individually. Like I'm not even counting the the suit and the gun. I don't mm-hmm. care. But individually, the cases are currently 320 points, so about four bucks. Yeah. I'd have to, The two of them that are out right now are both that. I'm assuming the other two will be. So you're saving about, you know, ten bucks buying this. Yeah, that's, that's but not bad. But only till the 14th, then it's coming up to 15. So you're still saving some, mm-hmm. just not as much. Okay, man. I'm just wondering if I should, like, just fully make that investment on PS3 or, like, like, just go with the assumption, no, I'm going to get the 360 version at some point, and then just get So here's there. something to think about with that. Yeah. If you buy the cases beforehand, they integrate perfectly into the story, and it'll just run through them when you get to them. So is the story content of those cases, like, somehow related to the overarching stuff with, like, the realtors and everything? Because we can Not, just talk well, about it. Right. So, like, um, th- I've only tried two of them so far, because there's only two out, and they take place in... 
One is traffic. The okay. other one is vice. Okay. Like, uh, does it involve Roy Earl? Like, any yeah, more Roy, stuff with him? Well, you know, he's there, but, like, they're not fighting or anything like that. Okay. So, so like, I don't think the overarching plot... Not really. Okay. Not really. What it does kind of do, though, is uh, your partner from Homicide and Traffic show up, and it's like... Like, who was the guy from Traffic? Uh, I don't remember. He was kind of an old, crusty guy. No, like, that was Homicide. But, like, the racist guy, right? Wasn't that him? I think that was Homicide. Because the traffic guy was this, like, kid, this happy-go-lucky guy. Oh, okay. I, I don't remember that. Because you got the happy-go-lucky kid, then you got Rusty. Rusty, then yeah. Then you got Roy, then you got the old guy who was really concerned with his pension. Right, the arson guy. <clears throat> yeah. Um... So anyways, with the you actually meet the happy-go-lucky kid and Rusty, and they're partners now, and um, Phelps is all, Oh, hey, happy-go-lucky guy. You got promoted to homicide. Way to go. Okay. So just kind of some more stuff that happened with him afterwards. Huh. Okay. My memory's already fuzzy on some of that early stuff, I guess. But, uh, fair enough. Um, but in terms of overarching plot, it doesn't seem so, so far. Mm-hmm. Then again, I'm only, I've only finished one of them, and I'm halfway through the other one. Uh, I'm just but thinking, it, it's it, Leland Monroe is the guy, right? Like, the realtor guy? The dude from yeah. Fringe? Yeah. Um, I guess just side thing, I, I was pretty impressed in how they kind of ended up going into that stuff, because, like, I had seen those billboards everywhere, and then it was just kind of like, oh, way to pay, make that actually pay off, That that's kind of cool, like, where the plot went, eventually. Right. I was into that. Um. But yeah, so, quick thing, just let me finish up, like yeah, I was yeah. saying, if you are thinking of doing the investment, it is fine going back to all of those. But if you are thinking you're going to get the 360 version at some point, you might want to buy it on 360 because then it basically just makes that game longer because they just they kind of just place them inside each of the cases where they would fit and you play through them. And it's all chronological and everything. Exactly, yeah. So like okay. if you had if you had bought both the game, like the game and the Rockstar Pass mm-hmm. before playing the game, you wouldn't know when you've hit the DLC. You okay. probably would have passed some by now already and stuff. Okay. Um all right, more on, like, I have some more questions, I guess, but then it would pertain to even later game story stuff, so do you mind if we just keep moving for now? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Um, I guess I was also impressed with just how many cases there were. You know, it's a good amount of stuff in the game. Um, the the controls and stuff, like driving and shooting mechanics, were fine, considering, you know... The, I had a bit of issue with some of the cover mechanics. Um, Specifically, like, moving from one cover to the next. Oh, yeah, I guess sometimes I'd kind of wrap around something. And yeah, exactly, like, when I don't want to do that at yeah, all. Yeah, like, it's just like, now my back is to the street where the dudes are. This is terrible. Yeah. yeah. Like, a lot of times some... it's like, hey, hold down left bumper and then move out, and you'll go along. And it's like, all right, cool, and then wrapped around. I don't, why would I ever want that? Uh-huh. Um, okay, and then here's some kind of my last uh, positive stuff, which... I, I guess I'll contextualize it, but uh, anyway. Uh, some elements, or, okay, hold on. Oh, some clever structural elements to the larger mysteries. Uh, the Elysian Fields ads, like I said. Uh, the newspaper stuff, like I found that kind of cool. That the newspaper be, stuff was great. Like it's like foreshadowing kind of what's happening later in larger picture stuff. Um, I, did you also like the war stuff as well? Yeah, I had the World War II stuff there, and then in brackets to some extent, because uh, I guess... I kind of wish they would just develop Cole Phelps more 
beyond that stuff. Like, they kind of just were like, everything you need to know about Cole Phelps, we're just going to kind of hinge on this World War II stuff. And I was like, wait, he has a wife? You know, like, they just kind of didn't do yeah, anything. So I'll say right now, home. the wife, I didn't like at all. I did like the fact of kind of making Cole Phelps a bad guy. Well, really? What do you mean? Like, just, I you didn't... know, like the whole adultery thing. and the Oh, okay, like that. making him a bit of a, like... Like, he's uh, not perfect. He he's seems not, perfect, he's a flawed but he's character. not. Right, exactly. Okay. But what was really cool with that is that when it kind of happened, I think it was like only a case or two later, you immediately switched over to uh, Jack. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of like, all right, Cole Phelps is not great anymore. This guy's still good. So I'm kind of putting it to extremes now. Uh-huh. Cole Phelps is bad. He's not the hero. You're playing the hero. Yeah, I had issues with that, the character switch, actually. That was one of my biggest problems with the game, but uh, we'll get into that in a second. Um, I guess my last thing was uh, the implementation of real historical people and events and stuff. I thought that was cool. Like, just kind of like Mickey Cohen, you know, real gangsters from that time period. Right. Uh, the Black Dahlia murder and stuff. That stuff was pretty neat. Um, Hold on. Let me just, uh, since we brought it up, uh, the character switch, yeah. Here's my note on it, I guess. Uh, it kind of hurt development as Cole of Cole as a character, I felt, because, like, he dies at the end. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> Cole Phelps yep. dies. He's and, dead. like, I guess the game, like, I got the sense that the game was like, oh, no, that's pretty serious, right? Like, that's pretty crazy. And I was just like, no, whatever. Like, I, like because they kind of just pulled away from him for, like, a good chunk of the game, and, like, a good chunk of the game, like, uh, quality, I mean. Like, I really enjoyed playing as Jack. Because, like, he just, like, seemed to be like, no, we're going to take care of some business. And I was just like, why didn't the game just kind of build up to a point where Cole Phelps is like, all right, enough with this corruption. I'm going to take care of some business. Then I would have actually cared about him dying instead of just being like, oh, okay. Yeah. The way I was kind of feeling was because I had kind of put it in that kind of black and white section of Cole is not a good guy anymore. Okay. It was kind of like, well... You know, I don't. I don't care that he's dead. He, you know, he's bad. He was awful to his family. Mm-hmm. Like, but like, I felt they could have done that more because, like, like okay, some people are comparing this game to like Heavy Rain in some respects. And the one thing I wish they did borrow from Heavy Rain, maybe, was like just a little bit of that everyday stuff. You know, just a little bit. Like, just like, okay, this case is wrapped up. Instead of fading to black, and you know, three weeks later, next case, like maybe just something where you just drive home. And there's like like the dad stuff you're talking about, like yeah, just something you know, because like I like there was like talk like some dialogue where it's like Cole Phelps has a family and stuff, and I was like, are we ever gonna meet this family? And it's like halfway through the game where there's that cutscene where it's like she's freaking out because he's cheating on her or whatever. I was just like, this is literally the first time we've ever seen this character. They should have done something about that. Like yeah, to me it almost seems like like I almost don't like the writing of Cole Phelps. Because yeah. they made him such a, like, straight, like, he is perfect. He went, he like, was at the war. He's helping great. He's a great guy. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden just, oh, yeah, and this was happening. They easily could have, like, when it, when the first time they showed us they something's going on with this girl, I thought he was, like, undercover or something. Right. Like, this like, woman came out of nowhere. He didn't act weird around her at all. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like I that know. That's kind of where I brought up, like, the great voice acting, but, like... My problem is just with Cole Phelps, and I don't blame Aaron Stanton, really. It's just the dialogue and kind of what they have that character do just kind of made me feel 
missed opportunities again, kind of like you could. Do you have think there's a better. chance that Cole Phelps wasn't going to die in the end? Like that was a last minute because thing, Ro- because Red Dead Redemption did had such a great ending. They changed uh, LA Noir. I don't think so, because like I mean, it's like Tim Team Bondi's vision for this thing for like seven years. I can't imagine Rockstar would come in in like the last year of development and just be like, "Hey, we did this thing in our last game. It went over really well. You should shoehorn that in somehow." Like it didn't seem that random. It just was not as impactful. Like. I guess Red Dead's been out a long time, but we didn't really say we're going to be spoiling Red Dead as well, but, you know, it's older. So, yeah, uh, John Marston does. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess. Feels good to say that, right? Because you just can't <laughs> in, on the regular podcast because John's never played it. But, yeah, so John Marston dies and then he plays Jack, and it's pretty crazy. Um, here, Cole Phelps dies, and I was I was just kind of like, eh. Although I was bummed out that, like, nothing bad happens to Roy Earl. It's like... I want to play a sequel now. That's true. Just for that, you know, just to bust that guy. And, like, he was, like, talking at your funeral. I know. Like, I was just like, oh, man, this is crazy. Like, I was almost hoping, like, is Jack just going to shoot him? But, like, (laughs) that wouldn't make sense, but I just wanted something to happen. But, uh, yeah. I kind of want to preface, like, before we go on, like, just kind of, like, I feel this game, though, like, it's somewhat exempt from, like, me ragging on it. Because, like, these are criticisms I'd have of, like, an HBO show or something. Or, like, a TV drama. Like, it's at that level of, like, oh, I gotta criticize the writing a bit because they messed up the character development a little bit here. Like, those are kind of nitpicks that most games don't even approach because they don't have interesting characters or premises or anything. You know? Fair to say? Right. So, like, like that. these are high-level critiques, Would you I have guess. preferred this, like, almost not to be a game? Uh, n- no. Because a, a lot of the times when it is really showing that it's a game, it feels weird and not the best. Like, do you mean with, like, the the interrogation stuff? Kind of the gaminess that can happen Just, there? Yeah, well, almost anything. Like, the open world makes no sense. Uh, I didn't A lot of the, the stuff you could argue doesn't even need to be in there. Yeah, the open world is kind of just a weird, like bonus, I guess. I was kind of into it, because it's just like, sweet, I'm driving around this period setting, I love old cars. Like, I was I was kind of into it, but yeah. It but you can almost little... do nothing. Yeah, Which, it like, does I'm not complaining kind of about. Useless. I actually really appreciate that you can't blow up the town, mm-hmm. but still, if, like, the only thing it's there for is... Well, it, like, what? Wait, it provides some time? narrative opportunities, where it's like, you and your partner kind of talking on the way to a case and stuff. Like, Rockstar... I, again, like, I don't know if it's really them doing the story side of things, but, like, those games have had that kind of narrative structure for quite a while. Like, but they like, could have kept your heading little to your dialogue. Next mission, you have this little bit of dialogue while you're Because even something. when you, like, fast travel, it still says all the stuff that they want to say, then it fast travels. Yeah. Yeah, it does. So you're saying, like, just put in, like, three or four more cutscenes where it's, like, dudes in cars on way to things, and you could have... Yeah, like, all they were doing during the fast travel of them talking is just random, like, long shots of the car taking turns while they talked. They could have just, you know, kept up with the close-ups, and then you're there. Well, I did kind of enjoy the idea of just, like, a virtual tour of that era of Los Angeles, like, with the landmarks and stuff. Like, I got a kick out of some of that stuff, like oh, dude, Intolerance, I've actually heard of this movie and this director and stuff, that's kind of cool. Like, just that kind of stuff. 
or that's know. true, but I think they still could have shown that world fine without. I guess the, the one open case, world. The one case I thought that made really good use of it was the end of the Black Dahlia storyline, where it's like the serial killer is kind of leading you around the city. You know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because like that was you know I've seen that happen in other things, but like it kind of reminded me of like Dirty Harry or something where he has to get to different uh, telephone booths around the city. And then it's just like, this is kind of the one time it's making use of, like, driving around this city and solving a mystery on your own, kind of. You know, like, putting two clues together in your brain. Right. Which, I got a kick out of that. Despite, like, I guess some some people have criticized, like, just the serial killer being kind of just played out kind of notion and, like, leading you around with kind of obvious clues and stuff. And I get that, but it, it worked okay. I was kind of into it. Um... I guess that kind of leads me to one kind of just... It's literally just a missed opportunity thing. Like, it's not even something I can really critique a game for because, like, it didn't do anything wrong. It just didn't do something that I thought would be really cool. And I'm... Do you mind if I just explain? Yeah, go ahead. Like, there's this game called Call of Cthulhu, uh, Dark Corners of the Earth. And uh, it's kind of a horror-based your mystery type thing. And there's a great moment in that game. Like, this came out, like, seven years ago, so I feel fine talking about it, but... I guess preface, spoilers coming. Um, There's a moment where, like, for the first bit of the game, you're just kind of going around this town, and just kind of everything seems a little bit off, but you don't really know why. And at some point, you're led into this room, and you're just kind of, like, looking around, like, the hotel manager's off doing something, and then you open a drawer or something, and there's just, like, a skull, and you're just like, oh, crap, something horrible's happening. Like, there's dead people here. And, like, you just stumble into something crazy. I was hoping that at one point in this game, like, when they reveal who the serial killer is or something like something like that, they would do a mission where you're basically like, you know, you've 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 been following the pattern for a good amount of time, like go to the place, talk to everybody. You're talking specifically homicide. Or just any like, you know, they could have worked this into any case line if they really wanted to, but it would have been cool in homicide. Um, just like, you know, you, you go to a place like they might be a suspect, but it's kind of just a routine investigation. And then you're just kind of walking around their house doing the routine check, and then you stumble into something crazy. You know, like you open a door and there's blood everywhere or something. Like, you know, just like a more kind of smooth transition into action stuff as opposed to dude comes home, oh, dip, and then, like, it's like, chase that guy, Cole, and then it goes into a chase sequence, you know? Like, more like... Well, they kind of had that, like, I think it was in traffic when you go to, like, the movie set or, like, the prop or costume shop or something, and Mm -hmm. then you find out... Wait, this guy's taking photos of the girls going to the washroom. Yeah, but does he run at that point? Because like, I don't think he did. Like, that's when Roy runs, Earl no. comes in and he's like, "No, nah, he's one of our informants. It's cool." And you're just like, "Oh, okay." Like, I kind of just wish they'd stitched together the different like components of the game in a way that was just flowed a little smoother, you know? Because like, there's there's like a few things that happen. There's foot chase, car chase, like investigate, like interrogation stuff. Um, and, like, looking for evidence. And I kind of just wish they would do something where it's, like, looking for evidence leads directly into the dude you're interrogating booking it, you know, or something like that. Like, smoother transitions to different components, you know what I mean? Is this making sense at all? Right, but I I, I keep thinking there's got, like, a ton of people ran. I, I know, so but, I like, it always seems like a little happened. bit forced or something. Like, I, I kind of wish they would just build it up to, like, the investigation, like, starts, you start tapping some nerves, and then the dude runs or something. Or as opposed to, like, when you're doing it at their house, like, it's just a routine talking to, as opposed to, 
at the base or whatever. That wouldn't really make sense. Well, there was like the, the few times where um, I think it's near the end of Vice. Mm-hmm. You have like three. No, maybe it's near the end of Arson. You have three suspects that who could be causing the explosions. Right. And you have to go to each of their apartments, and every time you go up, show up there, you're like. Hey, can we talk to you for a second? Like, even the one guy's like, yeah, let me just put these in tools in my truck. And then, like, drives off or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then there was the other one where I know one of the guys ran mm-hmm. just from you, like, showing up or whatever. But, like, it seems to, like, as soon as you pull into a place, cutscene starts, and then it's like, oh, okay, this is going to end up with a chase. Like, I kind of just wish it would be like, oh, yeah, no problem, follow me. And then you're actually playing, you know, you're walking along, and then dude starts running, and you're just like, oh, wait, and then you just start running after him or something like that. Oh, okay. Um, basically, I just kind of got tired of the patterns at some point, and I was just thinking of ways maybe they could mix it up a little bit. That's, that's all I had, really. Okay. Um, no, that's yeah. Fair. Just, like, yeah, like, I, I, I was into it, like, maybe playing one episode at a time would be the way to kind of combat the fatigue or whatever, because I was playing huge chunks of it, but at some point it got a little dry from time to time. Yeah, um, I definitely had that too, especially when I was, um, I was also doing Dispatch in between, and a lot of the times... I would be kind of going somewhere, and then dispatch pops up, and I'm like, oh, I kind of want to go do that. Did and you do a lot of dispatch stuff? Because I basically, at some point, was just like, I'm not. I'm going to answer one dispatch, and then if they keep calling, just whatever, I'm going to continue. And then I, I did. Uh, all the way up until about three quarters into Homicide, anytime dispatch phoned, I would go do it. Like, I remember one mission, I did like four in between trying to get to this one place. <laughs> yeah. And then as soon as I hit the like the 20 mark for that achievement, I was like, you know what, I'm probably going to end up missing one, and, you know, I'm renting this game, so I'm not doing them anymore. Though, I ended up buying it, so I went back and did all the dispatch. Okay. I think I ended up with, like, 28 or 30 or something, but I, I don't know. Um, Maybe, yeah, just with that stuff. Like, I guess, even though, like, it is a huge step for a game to kind of be like, no, the focus isn't on killing people, I felt maybe you killed a few too many people. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I kind of wish there was the whole, like, I don't want to say morality system, but, like, I remember, like, one of the very first missions in Red Dead where you're actually going after a guy. Yeah. It was like, do you want, you could just shoot him or you could, like, lasso him and tie him up. Yeah, like, I kind of wish, like, I played some SWAT 4 back in the day, and that's just, like, just the only point of comparison is it's a cop game. And in that game, you can actually, like, shout dudes down and, like, basically do some negotiating and then get them to just kind of surrender, you know? Like, in this game, they just kind of, like, give Cole a couple lines to kind of explain it. Like, put your guns on the ground. No one needs to get hurt. And then it's like, okay, now shoot everybody in the face because they're not going to listen, you know? But it's okay because Cole warned them. Like, I kind of wish So are you wanting, like, a way to talk your way through the whole game? Sure. Like, I'd be kind of into that. Or at least give you some sort of non-violent way to apprehend yeah, a dude. Yeah, I, I don't think I would have been into the, like, talking way out of everything, because I want some action, for well, sure. So you mean, but like, yeah, you I know, definitely shoot wish... to maim as opposed to shoot to kill every single time? Right. Yeah. Or, like, and I almost want to say, like, if you do kill the guy, you lose. Though, that, would, that wouldn't be great. I kind of just wish the story would continue, but it could really screw you up if you killed somebody you needed to get information out of. Right. I, yeah, like that. Like if it was able to somehow do the dynamically, uh, like adjusting plot path thing for that too, and it's like, well, you killed the guy who it was, but you don't know that, and you can't prove that it was him. He just was a guy who pulled a gun on you, so now you're gonna probably have to wrongful, wrongfully convict this other guy. That sucks, or something, you know, <laughs> and get one and star. With and... that, did you find that the like um kind of if you like 
convict the wrong guy that it ever did anything? Uh, one time, I got it wrong. Like, I just straight up got it wrong. It was in arson. I, yeah. I, I can't remember which case it was. I, th- I think it was... It was the one with, like, the three guys, like, the three different... We, I think it was the case you brought up earlier where you pull up to interview those three mechanics or whatever. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah and you bring two of them back in. And two of them back, and I, I think I accused the the guy who was not the communist guy, like, the, the guy with the criminal history or whatever. Like, I accused him. And then, like, my chief, there was just a cutscene where my chief was just like, dude, you, cho- you chose the wrong guy, we're not going to be able to get conviction, you suck, and he just, like, tore me out, and then it was just like, alright, one star, never mind, moving on. Like, it didn't affect anything beyond that. Right, yeah, that's exactly what I was kind of talking about. Yeah. There was a few times where I had gotten the thing wrong, and the guy just yelled at me, and he's like, you're on the street till I'm good, and then it was just like, everything's cool. Yeah, because, it, again, it just fades to black three weeks later, alright. So I almost want to say the game doesn't change if you get it wrong. Not really, yeah. Like, the individual case does, but, I mean, that doesn't really play into any larger thing. Like, there was an early case, too. I think it was the traffic case with, like, the girl that was, like, the 15-year-old girl or whatever. Like, the one with the photos in the back room or whatever, that that whole case yep. line. Totally got that wrong. Like, I just didn't know what was going on. I screwed up so many questions, and then it was just like, no, nah, whatever. Like, just nothing really happened. It didn't really change anything. Like, I just... Yeah, like, I kind of want to play through it again just to, like, know what, what I did wrong, but, like, I guess, yeah, that's the one thing, like, gameplay mechanic-wise, I didn't really figure out the investigate, like, the interrogation stuff until, like, maybe a third through the game. Like, just, like, choose lie first every time, you know? Like, if they're, if you know they're not telling the truth, don't hit doubt, hit lie. And then you... Oh, I was actually different. I, because most of the time it is doubt. No, uh, I, I, I ran into problems with doubt so many times. Like, it would just be like, nope, X. And I was just like, really? Because he said some stuff. But, yeah. Like, because you can back out of a lie is what I'm saying. Like, you can just say lie, and then he'll... Like, I said this briefly kind of in vague terms on the last podcast I was on. But you can just, like, be like, nope, you're the worst person ever. I'm pretty convinced it's you. You're a terrible murderer. And then it's just like, what? You better have some evidence proving I was there at the library. And then you're just like, oh, I, I didn't actually go there and get that evidence, so never mind, press circle, and it's just like, you know, sometimes you just gotta shake a tree and see what falls out. Apology. Oh, yeah, no, for the most of the time, I was, I kind of stuck with the rule of when they when they would talk, like, I don't think I have anything about that, so I'll just say doubt. And I found most of the time it was doubt. Okay. Did you ever just, like, be like, I screwed that up, quit, reload? No. I did that, like, n- Ten times, like I just like, why like, I just got so just frustrated said, it with do anything. Like I got really frustrated with the fact that I was just like doing this wrong when I felt the game was just kind of vague about what doubt meant. You know, like I don't know what it was. Like for like this is again in the early third of the game when I was just like bumping up against like the logic of their like where they think Cole Phelps is going with this. Like it was like. I assumed doubt would be kind of a more neutral response that's, like, inoffensive, but then Cole would just go off on some Cole people. freaks out, which is almost funny sometimes. It is, but, like, I, I also was just like, man, that's not what I meant at all. And then I was just like, I feel like the game kind of cheated me there. Quit. Reload. You know? Yeah. But I just remember one specifically. The guy wouldn't give him a name or something, He's like, and I was like, okay, well, I'll hit doubt. And then Cole was, was like... You're not going to help me out? You want my buddy to punch you in the face again? <laughs> yeah. Like, he just gets weirdly unreasonable sometimes. Or, like, a lot of times it's like, oh, yeah? Well, guess what? This person's dead! And just yelling at them. Yeah. Just 
not a tact I would take ever. Like, I, I don't really want a morality system either, but I kind of wish they gave you a little more freedom from time to time as to how you conduct your investigation. Because, like, it would just be like, no, this is just how this goes now. Yeah. Alright. Um, trying, uh, let me just see here. So I had a few cons. I okay. kind of mentioned these before. Yeah. So when you're when you're chasing somebody, mm-hmm. and then it's a lot of the time it is scripted to get to a place. <clears throat> that is the most annoying thing, specifically because there's those two achievements: one for tackling a guy, and one for doing the warning shot. Yeah. There wasn't a single spot I could find where I could do the warning shot for the achievement until arson. Really. Wow! Yeah. Like one of my every single time, because I was I that, that thing was always in my head. So every time, because I did, I did the, uh, I did a warning shot really early, but I was still like a, like a police officer yet, and I needed to be a detective before I could do it. Mm-hmm. So I could, so not including that one, and then I did um, <clears throat> a tackle the first time I could immediately do it because I was really close to him and got it. Every time after that, as soon as I started running, the left trigger was being held down. Gun never came out. Oh, okay. Uh, in terms of some of, like, I, I don't disagree, like, I guess. Like, it did seem kind of weirdly arbitrary when you could pull out your gun and do a warning shot or when you could, like, get to a place and tackle a guy. Like, there seem, there's it only happened a couple of times, but there's a few where it's like, no, this ends in a hostage situation, right? Right, yeah. Yeah. Or another time where, like, no, you need to get to this roof for no other reason but just, like, I kind of wish... Like, cause there was points where I could have tackled the guy, and they were just like, "No, he needs. He's gonna get a speed boost." So, <laughs> yeah, or like just kind of those weird movie chase things where like he goes around the corner, and you go around the corner. He's like, "How did he get way over there?" Yeah. Okay. Like I almost wish, like you know, let me tackle him whenever I want, mm-hmm. and if I can't, like if I'm doing a terrible job keeping up, then make there a dead end where he stops me. Which is why I really liked a lot of the times I was running somewhere and all of a sudden. Split second camera change, the guy clotheslines me. Yeah. At that point, like every time, I was like, oh man, that would have hurt so much. I've got to kick this guy's ass. Yeah. And I'm not saying I wanted to clothesline me every time, but just like there was the times where he would run to a buddy. Maybe that buddy's around a corner and is going to tackle me or something. Mm hmm. Uh, like, I did like some of the chase stuff. Like, uh, that was kind of one of my weirdly. Like, kind of a criticism, but kind of, like, also one of the things I liked. Because some of them are clearly just, like, tipping the hat to, like, Hitchcock stuff. Like, I don't know if you've ever seen Vertigo. No. But that movie just opens with a rooftop chase, and, like, with cops and everything. I was just like, wow, this is, like, just, this is this movie. This is awesome. But, like, they maybe went to that well, like, a couple, maybe too many times. Because there was, like, a lot of foot chases that were kind of like that. And then... Like, this was brought up on, like, Giant Bomb and stuff, too, but, like, the super platformy stuff where you're, like, balancing on beams and stuff, and, like, when you're on the Intolerance set and it's, like, breaking and you're kind of tilting it around to, like, yep. jump to the next one, I was like, this is just a video game. And, and, like, you're running and things are falling apart behind you? Yeah, like, yeah, that just felt like it was from a different game. That's kind game. of things. They were fine, but it was, it almost went against what it was trying to do, I found. Right, but, like, that's where it's, like, almost a compliment, because it's like, no, your atmosphere and stuff is so good, and your universe is so well-realized that you don't need to do silly stuff like this anymore. But I'm just wondering if if that's just for, like, a select few people, because, keep in mind, I'm wondering if Rockstar knows, hey, like, we make video games, we made Grand Theft Auto, we already took out 
blowing up the city. We need something action here. Right. Like, because I, I, I would almost go as far as to say dispatch is useless for this game. Yeah, like you some don't of them just need that. Kind of seem weirdly like, hey, do you want to just shoot like six guys? It's just like, well, no, not really. But like, I'm I mean, in the middle of figuring out, like, like a, like a, a serial killer, and all of a sudden this lady's like, this guy took a photo of up my skirt, and he's right over there. Do you want to chase him down? It's like what? <laughs> like, was there no like beat cop that you could call? Like, I'm a top level detective right now investigating a serial killer. Exactly. Like, or important. a lot of the times there are like four beat cops there, and it's like, oh man. <laughs> Thanks for getting here. Do you, do you want to go climb that pole? Because you're the only person, I think, in the city who can climb poles. Yeah, I found the pole climbing stuff kind of ridiculous, too. Like, it's just like, this, he's really athletic. Like, that's a yeah, really amazing Yeah, the first time that feat. happened, I was like, what? I'm just I'm just climbing right up that, all just right. climb up this drain pipe. And so like, dude, that's like 40 feet. That's crazy. But, like... Yeah, and he's the game's going kinda, way up there. No, it's it's fine, dude. He's Did you ever have the issue when you're chasing somebody up a ladder and you're right behind them? They just kick you off. Yeah, yeah. So happened. many times I was like, "He's right above you. Grab his foot and throw him off this ladder." <laughs> yeah, but then it's just like stomp, kick. Oh, okay. This chase has to keep going. Uh, but yeah, no, like that kind of stuff, like the the climbing pipes too, just all that platforming stuff. I get what you're saying though, like. Rockstar, like, this is a super kind of gutsy decision anyway, as a game, just being like, we're gonna make an open-world crime game where you can't shoot anyone. And it's just like, oh. So I'm thinking, yeah. Like, maybe that was a concession. pieces were kind of just like, we have to put something in here, or people are gonna say it's boring. Uh-huh. Okay, I guess I'll roll right into this. It happens late at the end. Like, just one of those ultimate, like, action-y moments that just seem kind of inappropriate. Uh, flamethrower battle. Flamethrower battle. <laughs> like, I was just like... Speaking of which... Can you get rid of the flamethrower? Uh, I think so, but I I don't know. I used it. You never needed to? Because there was a part where I went up the stairs, and there was a guy way down a hallway, and I was like, I have a flamethrower. There's no way I can hit him, and he has a Tommy gun. Mm -hmm. Every time I step out of here, I almost die. How do I get close enough? I just, you know what? I'm just going to put the flamethrower down because I always have that pistol. No, this thing is glued to my hands. Oh, so yeah, I literally maybe. ended up having to do the stupid cover system and like just like running towards him and then just being like, "Please light on fire before I'm dead." <laughs> I guess yeah. I just was like, "Hey, I, this is the first time I've been able to use this. Might as well do it." But at the same time, like I felt like this is weirdly against the fiction or something. Like I appreciate that they have a character from World War II that was way into flamethrowers, so it kind of makes sense. But it it still just seemed like. This just just doesn't really work. I actually so I never did in that last mission. I played. I had to start it over twice. One because I thought because there's a part where you you finally enter out into the big area where the water is mm -hmm. underground, and you shoot a few guys. And then I kept hearing people like get him, and my guy kept saying like throw out the guns, and I just couldn't find this guy. And I thought what had happened is one of the AI had gotten like stuck or something. Hmm. Turns out there's a staircase on the far end, but so that was caused me to restart it the first time. Second time, it actually froze on me. Oh, you really? The 360? Because yeah. like you said, like all oh, PS3 one freezes, and I was like, Shh, no, it doesn't. It, 360 froze a few times for me. Okay, it and, did freeze like, on like, me kinda, once or twice. So I would it, I put on my Twitter. It needs better auto saves because every time that that happened, I had to do the f following Roy in the car section again. 
that does kind of suck. Mad annoying, but anyways, like I, my point was, I kind of missed the flamethrower the first time, mm-hmm. and uh, that makes it so much easier w- without the flamethrower. Oh, so you just like ignored it the second time, and then you're just like shooting dudes. N- yeah. No, because then the second time I was like, oh, it's a flamethrower. Maybe this is the one gun I'm missing for that achievement. Mm-hmm. It's not, though. I have no idea what I'm missing. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't that concerned about because, I mean, trophies. Uh, I kind of was just because there's like 12 guns, so I'm like, that's got to be easy. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what I'm missing. Okay. So yeah, just some of the more gamey stuff just seemed to clash with the tone of the game, I guess. is Again, it's a weird problem because like, because the game is so like distinguished in some areas, this stuff stands out as now being. A and it's a name. game. We're criticizing like, it's still this a thing game. for yeah, being so, a game, I guess which is a weird thing. Right. Where you said like, uh, like, do you wish this was a show or something instead? Like, I'm gonna still say no because, like, I I do watch a lot of TV, but not like this rapidly. You know, like I still found this like uniquely just like I want to play more of this. Like I gotta, I, I want to do some more cases. Like it was. Because of its interactiveness and stuff, I was, like, still drawn into it in a way, even though the writing was a little iffy here and there, and, like, it did have some problems, I was still, like, found it really compelling. So, like... I definitely really liked being able to do the investigations myself. Yeah. But what about this? What about, like, a like a choose-your-own-adventure book, where it's <laughs> so big, every single thing you say in an investigation sends you to a new section of the book? <laughs> I, I was a fan of choose-your-own-adventure books back in the day, so... Keep in mind, this book would have to be, like, really? four million pages. Yeah, it just accounts for everything. Like, somebody somewhere might be working on that. I don't know. But, uh, like, yeah, just for a big-budget game, it, it was really cool just to be able to do some of the stuff, but, it's, like, there there are some issues. I guess, like, one of the... Again, I had, like, just a suggestion for maybe a way to kind of counter some of the gamey stuff was just, like... Have you ever seen L.A. Confidential? No. Oh, it's a great movie. Uh, this This game definitely kind of is mining similar territory. It's post-war or Los Angeles and everything too. But like, there's, there's a moment in that movie where like, because like they basically track down some suspects that they know have committed this crime or they, at least they're somewhat liable in committing a crime bust in. And then there's like a tense kind of standoff before anything goes off, you know, and like a beer bottle ends up falling off a table and then like scares everybody. And then the guns start going off. But like, they just kind of make firearms to, like, normal a thing in this game for, like, there to be any tension when you're facing anybody. Like, when you're chasing the Black Dahlia murderer underground or whatever, like, it was just like, alright, let's do this. You know, like, there was no kind of like, oh, dude, we're actually using our guns, you know, like, they could have had a build-up. And I guess Call of Cthulhu, again, like, that game doesn't give you a gun until, like, halfway through, and when you get it, it's so much more empowering. Like, it's just kind of an interesting turn they yeah, have. Yeah, that kind of actually, that, that reminds me of, of a part in Heavy Rain that would have uh, would have been kind of cool to implement in here. There's a specific part in that where you get to this, like, really religious guy, mm-hmm. and you're trying to think maybe we need to, like, bring him in or something like that. That was actually the whole one of my time, favorite you moments. have, like, your, your gun, uh, like, your hand at your gun, and just, it's saying, hey, any minute now, if you just want to hit that button, you will take this guy out. Yeah. we don't know. He could be dangerous. And he, and then all of a sudden he does this move, like he's going to bring something out on your partner. Yeah. And that caused me to shoot him. Yeah. It turns out it was just like a cross or something. Yeah, I shot but him. But that would have been kind of cool to have in there. Like I was almost hoping near the end, I was when I walked into the where uh, the girl and the flamethrower guy was, I was thinking, it's going to be one of those things where it's going to be like, quick, you got to shoot this guy right now. Mm-hmm. Like, I, yeah, I wish they would kind of build some tension around the violence to kind of make it more impactful. You know, like like that yeah. moment in Heavy Rain, which, like, 
I don't love Heavy Rain because of, like, all of its writing problems and whatever, but, like, yeah, I just wish this game, like, with its higher caliber writing, was able to kind of put some of those moments in there to punch it up a bit, because, like, with all the bank robberies and stuff you're doing on the dispatch stuff, like, shooting people just became too normal. A thing. Right, and that kind of brings up the point again where, you know, I just killed a guy, maybe he would have been super important. So if there was something in the game where it's like, you know what, you're right, I made a mistake, I thought he was gonna, like, shoot you in the back of the head, and I killed him, we really did need him, it's gonna be really hard to solve this case now, and I'm right. sorry. Like, that would be something, like, I'd be like, no, that is absolutely something my police chief should chew me out about, you know? Like, they could right. have had more fair stuff as opposed to, like, no, you chose option B instead of option A. You suck. It's just like, oh, okay. You suck. But you know what? Give me, like, a night, and then you'll be fine again. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. The, you're, yeah, that would have been better. Um, oh, yeah. There, there was one case where I bumped up against this. Like, basically, the order you visit locations that you've you have no knowledge of, kind of determines your chances of success when doing interrogation stuff. Like, uh, do you remember, like, the, I can't remember the character's name, but, like, uh, there's that, like, super shifty guy, like, who has the safe, and you open it and you find all the morphine, and then you're talking to him, and he's like, what do you mean, man, you can't pin that on me? He's got, like, a hat, the black dude. And like the, I remember the safe with the morphine. I just like, remember the guy. It's like a gambling kind of setup. And then there's like a bigger kingpin guy. Basically what happened is like if I'd gone to the kind of kingpin guy first, I would have gotten some information about his connections to this lower level guy. And then when I go to talk to him, I would be able to be like, we have, we have a testimony that you know this guy. But because I didn't go there first, I, I wasn't able to do that. And I felt that was just kind of weirdly like, you know, contrived because it's just like, well... I have no, you know, how would I know which location to right. go to first? To be know? fair, though, there are a lot of times like, where either thing. Phelps or your partner says, well, you know, we should probably go check out the Burns family next. Oh, like they kind of tip you off as to, like, this yeah. is the best order of operations? Yeah. Maybe it was an instance where, like, I missed that or, like, I just, like, two locations opened up and I was just, like, not paying attention and just went to the closest one or something. You're right. There might have been something built into that, but, like... Just with some of the dialogue stuff, the dialogue choices, I felt kind of limited from time to time. But for the most part, you know, it's... One thing kind of nice about that, though, is I like how sometimes the scenario will change if you take a while to get there. Because specifically, um, there was apparently one where I had to go check out this woman's apartment, and I went to go do a dispatch, because it was still during my, hey, if they're calling me, I'm on the scene. Oh, okay. And then I got there, and her place had already been robbed. And I was looking it up online, and apparently if I, like he was saying, okay, now go there immediately, and as soon as you get in there, you're going to have a fist fight with the robbers, because they're still there. Mm. Oh, so, wow, yeah, I'm okay. Not, yeah, yeah, I'm not sure I, if you that. Actually, that yeah, I got in that up. fist fight. So that's kind of interesting that it would change that. That's kind of cool. Uh, yeah, and exactly. like, I do like how like you go to a location and some time passes there, so then you end up going to the other location at like evening, you know, like time adapts to what's happening. Right. Um, so yeah, that was actually cool. Hold on. Oh, yeah. There was a couple moments where this happened where, like, uh, like, I lose my hat on, like, a balance beam or something. Cutscene happens, I got my hat. Gameplay resumes, my hat is gone. (laughs) Like, oh, okay. Yeah, and there was another moment where it was even more apparent, because it was, like, I drove a totally different car. Because, like, you unlock secret car locations, right? Right. So I went and got one of those, and I was driving that car. 
got to a place, and then it was just, like, default car for the cutscene, because there was a cutscene where you're talking to a dude in a car, and I guess they kind of blocked it so you could see him in this specific car. So I was, like, just like, wow, wait, a, that just broke immersion terribly. Like, it just switches to the default, like, Roy Earl's car or whatever. Right. And, yeah. So that, like, weird technical stuff from time to time. Um... Okay, then I had the, uh... The Coles family not being introduced thing. The, okay, the one thing... Okay, people, long-time listeners know I love Deadly Premonition way too much. Um... Would you have loved this game more if it had a time system like that and, like, appointments and things where it's like, you got to meet this, this, you know, informant at this bar at 9.30 and it's, like, actually time, day-night cycle. Like, I was, I put it as, like, maybe a hardcore mode or I something. I don't think so because I'm already kind of, want, I'm kind of wanting this game to be more linear than it is. Okay. Like, so. I guess, like, I no. would go the other way where it's like, if it's open world, why not make it totally crazy? You know, like, I can just go around, and there's, like, a... Well, that's what Deadly Premonition is for. I know. So, that's I'll just play that again. But it There's was... enough of those games. <laughs> I was just, like, it would be awesome to have, like, a high-budget, big production value game that kind of is willing to go that crazy. But, again, like, this is trying to be kind of mainstream. Uh, I guess there was... There was another thing I had in here where it was, like, uh, another immersion kind of damaging thing where, like, do you remember the Black Dahlia case specifically? Like, you climb up and follow that trail of blood all the way up on top of that building? Yeah. And then, like, as soon as you find the last piece of evidence, it's just like, alright. And then black, and then you're back down. I was just like, uh, well, I, as much as it would kind of suck, why not make me walk back? You know? Like, it kind of just... See, I, th- I think at this point, you're going against game design. No, but like because well, I'm going more in like the far a designer can't do that because in the the end of the goal has to be fun. They can't make thing everything realistic. We wouldn't have regenerating health. You would die with one bullet. Like that's the thing. Like I've actually gotten way into like games that kind of endorse tedium, and I would kind of wouldn't mind that being in this game. But that's a weird thing well, to ask you're for. Liter- you're just crazy. I know, I know. Like, because I was, like, tedium, by definition, is not fun. I know, but at the same time, like, investigations can lead to dead ends sometimes, and, like, be un- like unfulfilling, you know? Like, a case that just, you run to a dead end, and that's it. Like, you know, like, if the game would somehow enable you to follow a lead that actually is just wrong, and you're just wasting time, I thought that would be awesome. But, a- again, weird, weird thing to kind of say, hey, you should do this, because you, you'll sell less copies, yeah, but I'll love it more. So you should do it. Do it. And unfortunately, your approval is nowhere near what they're aiming for. I know, I know. So, like, I still appreciate everything you did, but, like, yeah. So, yeah, I guess weird thing to do, but I'd be kind of into it. Um... Oh, yeah. And also, I guess uh, I wrote here at the end, I... Did you figure out who the Black Dahlia killer was way before it happened? Nope. Okay. Like, as did you? Yeah, as soon as, like, it became apparent that, it, like, people were saying, like, oh, there was some other temp bartender here, I was like, oh, it was that guy from the first case. And then it was like, yeah, okay. Like, I think I probably put that together, but I didn't put it as, like, oh, he's the bad guy, just, hey, the temp bartender gets around. Oh, okay. Which, thinking now, is like, you know, if they're going to be that evident about it, yeah, but just, I probably wasn't paying enough attention. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I had a minor thing where it was like, uh, 
I just found it weird how you only ever go to a gun store to check registration and, like, the opening stuff, and you just never do it again. Yeah, you think that would happen more often. Because, like, I found, like, some guns at different crime scenes, and it's just like, no, no, you don't need to just... They didn't have fingerprint technology back then, did they? I, I, I would think so. Dust for prints. That's like a Because so many times it was, I was just picking up evidence, and I was like, I'm not wearing a glove. <laughs> I'm probably. I just smudged all the fingerprints I needed. Early, and yeah, so and I want to say there was. You take a pencil or something, and you stick it in the barrel of the gun, and then you hold it up. That's how you do it. You don't touch the gun. Come on, Cole. Yeah. Like I guess maybe the idea is like dudes already went through and did that, but sometimes no. You're first on the scene, and you're just like, no, I gotta look at this knife, and you're just like, don't. Ah. Oh. So yeah, there's some realism things that it bumps into too, but. Whatever. But I don't know. Maybe they didn't have fingerprint technology back then. Dude, dusting—that's like that—that's as old as oldest. Is cop that trick an old ever. thing? I don't know. I'm not a police officer. I'm not either. But I just like I get some chalk dust, and you can do that, right? I mean, it's not that hard. <laughs> but anyway, um, what kind of one thing I just thought of? Just like I don't know what reminded me about it. Yeah. Something that didn't work. When you're playing as Jack and you're investigating like the lumber. Mm-hmm. And you're specifically finding out when, like, as soon as you find out, hey, this is from a movie set, then all of a sudden, guy in like a bulldozer chases you down this like little gully area, yeah. And you get out of there, and then Jack's like, "All right, uh, next part of the place." Yeah, like, I know. Like, it's like, like, he, he, like you I'm just like, a man. you Good. almost got killed. The guy is right there, and he is literally stuck in a hole. Like, you gotta call this in or something. Go figure out what's going on. And I don't think they ever even addressed that. Yeah. Besides just, that it was part of that group and he tried to kill you. No, yeah. Like, it, there's some stuff where it's just like, that's a really video gamey thing to happen. I also died there like six times. I died there, I think, once or twice because I kept trying to shoot the guy. Yeah. And it's just like, just run. Yeah, it's just like, no, just run and then like fire some shots to slow him down and then run more. And then I never was able to even slow him down. Like, does, it, does he slow down when he lifts up the... Yeah, the, it's like he thing. holds up the shovel to protect himself, and then he doesn't drive for, like, two seconds. So then just keep Oh, running. okay, because what I thought it was is I had to keep trying to out... Like, to trick him, because he's putting it up to, like, block himself. Right. So I kept trying to do things like, what would be the best way for me to, like, shoot him without lifting it up and stuff while he's trying to break things? <laughs> and, yeah, no, I totally... And eventually I got to the end, and I was like, oh, I didn't need that, and apparently... That's not relevant. I just I couldn't believe that Jack was just like, you know, normal day on the job, moving on. Yeah. Whereas I killed that guy. Like I shot him. Like rolled around and shot him. And then it was just like, okay. I was like, you just shot a guy. Like I know this is you know some high stakes stuff going on. You were able to kill him. Yeah, you can kill him. You can you can get him. Oh, okay. Either way, like the gravity of what just happened doesn't seem to be properly addressed there either. That's just kind of a running kind of thing that happens time to time in the game. And oh, did you stay till after the credits? Yeah, you can't skip the credits. Oh, okay. I tried. Um, I felt the that was like a scene, weird right? placement for that cutscene too. Like it was just like, okay. No, I thought it was a good one because that specific part kind of led to everything to happen. Like that that moment, yeah. But I I don't know. Again, I just. I didn't. I don't know. At that point, like, I was like, so disappointed. You almost didn't even need Cole. that scene, but I just kind of thought it was cool because it was like, oh, okay, so this is how he got the morphine. 
it was because they were pissed off at Cole Phelps. Right, but it just seemed like it was oddly kind of jumbled timeline for no reason other than that's cool, you know? Like, they liked Memento a whole lot or something, or like Quentin Tarantino movies, and they're just like, no, you put the beginning at the end! And she's like, okay, did you really need to do that? Like, the story would have, like, flowed more, like, I would have known more about Cole if you gave me this earlier, as opposed to right here at the end, after he's dead. I didn't I didn't find I was ever, like, missing that piece. It was kind of, for the whole time, just assumed, oh, he got it somehow. Like, something Not a big happens. deal. He just, yeah. like, stole a box or something. I guess. So I was okay with it being at the end. It didn't bug me at all. Okay. I guess the larger problem is just I had issues with Cole Phelps' character. So, yeah. And you did too, I guess, to some extent, right? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Um, but I again, like, uh, these are kind of critiques of a game that's kind of going in a cool new direction. I'm still really happy with it. Um, yeah, we're talking a lot of shit, but we both really like that game. Yeah, is it is it your front runner or no? Because like for it, game of the year, I think it is for me personally. Like I was Portal Two, as I've said, just didn't really do it for me as much. Um. That's, it's definitely up there. I'd have to think about it more because I really like MK and I do really like Portal Two. I did really like MK, like, but that's just like such a different. And, like, Pokemon experience. Black was really good. Okay. Um, so strict. Okay. Actually, yeah. Ghost but you know trick. what? We're gonna be talking about this in about six months. So. Okay. Right. I guess this is one that'll definitely come back at that time. Uh, that's kind of all I had on my list of stuff. Like. I I I'm definitely game for more sequels. You know, I hope this sells. So you're well. you're gonna get the DLC for sure. Oh yeah, like okay, I'll yeah. totally play more of it. Like just to kind of relish more of this kind of unique experience, I guess. Like the whole Phoenix Wright darker adventure thing. It, it's great. Like it's a good combo. I like the only thing is like I wish it would go further, but that's a really weird thing to ask. So I'll just keep playing Far Cry Two or something. I don't know. In terms of Far Cry Three was announced. I know. I hope it's tedious, like all over the place. Like, dude, you want to get to that place on the island? Ten minute drive, yo. Like that would be. Sweet. Probably won't be, but regardless, not really a place to talk about it right now. No. Okay, we're going right in Far Cry Two spoilers. Okay, fine. Um. Okay. So thanks for joining us on the, this in-depth analysis spoiler thing. That's what it's called, right? Maybe. We'll, we'll figure it out. All right. First of, I don't know, maybe more, depending on what comes out and whether we think it's worth doing. We thought about doing this for Heavy Rain, but we got some of that talk out here as well, which is kind of interesting. Um, did you... Oh, not really related. So I'll, t- I'll talk to you after. Thanks for joining us. Uh, regular show. We'll see you E3. this weekend for E3. E3 talk with John, who's there. That's going to happen soon, so stay tuned for that.